the one bad thing for Kirk, we all know the the alcoholic story, amazing stuff. Good for him. He's got his life together. Diet Coke again, him and Sepp Straka two years in a row. How do you not drink Coke Zero? DC Diet Coke, Stevie. What are you doing, man? You are so old school. I mean, this camera—it'd be like if you still use the VCR. You're like, why? It's better technology. <laughs> better technology. Welcome back to The Loop. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. Today we have a very timely guest, very, very uh, great guest, actually. Uh, Matt Every will be joining us, two-time Arnold Palmer Invitational winner. Uh, he will be discussing that tournament, which of course is this week, uh, another elevated event or designated event on the PGA Tour. So a huge week. Um, last week wasn't supposed to be a huge week. It was the Honda classic. Uh, you know, the field was down. We barely even covered it last week with our buddy, uh, Dan Rappaport, but, um, Hey, one of our favorite players, or at least, uh, one of CP's favorite players, Chris Kirk comes through for him as well. For me as well, on a smaller note with a live bet, which I went a little crazy on. So anyway, I was rooting, rooting for Kirk hard down the stretch. CP, CP, congratulations. Chris Kirk. Thank you. I think I think I've broken even lifetime. May, might still be down yeah, right. on, on Chris Kirk overall. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, that was fun. Very proud. I didn't hedge. I tossed and turned Saturday night. Um, you know, for Low- obviously Lowry was the obvious choice. The the elite player up near the top. Plus, it was like plus three hundred or something. That still felt like a you know not a great line for a yeah, guy four back. Right. You had to shoot. If you were nine under, I think I figured you had to shoot six under, which is 65 at Honda, or is it yes. 64? No, so that yeah. that's a really low round on Sunday at a really tough course for someone in the afternoon where it's going to be a little windier always. Course is going to be a little <laughs> more baked out. So um, I just didn't wasn't in love with the number for Lowry to hedge. And I I mean, the entire back nine, I was just refreshing Eric Cole's odds on DraftKings to look for a great opportunity. And I somehow didn't do it. He, he got to like 360 when he made the, the bogey on 17. And at that point, it's just him and Kirk. So I probably right. should have done it, but I wrote, uh, I wrote it out with my dog. So I'm happy about that. Well, you you posted some funny videos. I mean, the Chris Kirk experience or whatever you call it, it, it's, <laughs> it was, um, it, it's the same actually, shit every, every time. Every Sunday. Is. Yeah, but he actually—if you go back to like—I know I remember last year he kind of choked. What was it, Bay Hill away, or or was mm-hmm. it Honda away too? It was both. He was in the both. mix at both of those. Right, and and uh, you know he plays great in Florida, and you got—you're always telling me, watch this guy hits it to eight feet, ten feet every time, just doesn't make a putt or whatever, and then all of a sudden he blows like a driver off the yeah, yep. and he and he does it either way, which is what's so crazy. I mean, so. It, but, but, you know, you look at his score and it's like, we'd said on Saturday night, we're like, if he shoots, shoots two under, he wins. And then he uh-huh. does shoot two under, I think. One under. Right? One under. Or one under. Two under would have won. Two you know? under would have done it. But he was two or three under, like, for most of that round. And it looked like he was yep. cruising. And, um, you know, Cole would not go away. He made every putt. It was unbelievable. Credit to that guy. That was yeah. that was incredible. He was incredible. He was making bombs. uh but yeah, Kirk, I mean, we got to talk about 18. <laughs> Obviously, you have a lead. The other guy's in good shape. It's a birdie hole. 
But when he hit the ball that obviously comes up short, hits the rocks, almost hits the Honda in the middle of the lake. I mean, it's one of the <laughs> craziest things I've ever seen, uh, especially the final year of the Honda you know, <laughs> sponsor of the tournament. That would have been, would have been so all good. time. But what was he thinking? You could hit it into the grandstands. He'd done it the day before, hit it into the grandstands right. or run up to, got a great drop, made birdie. You know, you, you literally can't lose if you do that. Yeah, um, right. And he's hitting a draw. Right, he's hitting a draw. Starting the draw his entire life, and then he hits the greatest shot of his life. Yeah, great shot. Right? Why is he aiming it at the pin? Aim it like, aim it like a little left and hit the draw. I mean, just go crazy with that and and just nail it. Um, The only thing I'll like he did, and I'll come worked out. I'll come to his. I'll come to his defense. He was play. He said he was going to play aggressive all day. That Azinger quote kind of fired up, fired him up, which we love. We want to see that from when we get a guy in the mix. You know, we hate when they start off, you know, par bogey and they're wobbling. And so he went birdie, bogey, birdie to start. He came out aggressive. He stayed aggressive right up until seven, 72nd hole. Um, and I, I guess he's thinking, I can't lose to an eagle here because if Cole, you know, Cole's in good shape. Let's say he hits the hero shot and makes an eagle, then he could have lost. I guess or you know, birdie to get in. so maybe he's thinking, I gotta get this on the green, at least ensure a birdie and a right. playoff. So that's the only so I'll defend him there, but it's still like you said, aim at the left part of the green. If you hit it dead straight, perfect. Right. If you hook it, all right, you know, we'll we'll recover. I know it's a tough pin. That's you know, as we saw with the cold chip, that that is a really Tough pin to back to with the water on the other end. Well, that's what I was going to say. To, and I was bringing Steve with the course stuff here. I mean, it's a great hole because it's a par five, but when they put that pin over there, and I know we've seen Tiger make the eagle there, and we've seen, I remember Rory, right? Rory hit it to 10 feet once he missed the putt. Um, you can do it, but with that pin, CP, pulling off the hero shot is really tough. And, and like Kirk said in the playoff, Having to lay up when he, I mean, look, dead behind the tree. I, I thought he wasn't even going to have a shot. At least he was able to, like, punch it up to, to where he had a wedge. But, like, to get it close, you had to be left. You you couldn't, you know, unless you mm-hmm. hit a miracle shot that's stuck on the green. I mean, Cole hit the great shot. He goes in the back bunker. He was, like, dead. I mean, he, he had a great bunker shot just in the 10 feet. So, Steve, that's a great hole, right? I mean. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we, we'll see if we get it anymore. Jack, you know, hinted that we're going to. Go back to the national, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great tournament. I mean that those last four holes are are just iconic on the PGA Tour. So I'm really hoping we don't lose it. Um, yeah, that that's a great finisher. Bay Hill has a great finisher too. So it's uh, it, it's a good little stretch here, Miguel. Yeah, yeah Honda. I mean, it doesn't matter. The field doesn't really matter. It's every year. It's like it comes down to the yeah. Last year was great. It was Sepp Straka, who no one really knew, and and obviously Lowry. But I mean. Right. Every single year it's, it's lit. It, it, it really is. It, I remember years ago thinking like, man, they should have a U.S. open here. It's like <laughs> carnage galore. And this wasn't even a windy tournament. Right. Yeah. The they softened it up like, too. Yeah. I, Horschel said that Thursday after his round, he was like, uh, it's really receptive this year. And he, he thought they did that kind of on purpose. It did. You know, there was a couple of years where it maybe got a little out of hand, so I get it. But um, but I like it's nice it. when it gets out of hand. Yeah, it's one of the only ones where you know you see like a five under win yeah. every once in a while. 
Um, again, like the wind wasn't kicking up, so there's nothing they can do there. But and and like you said, it was playing soft. But it, it's a fun tournament. I agree. I hope I I hope they stay there for sure. I mean, you know, we kind of mock the bear trap a little. It gets you know, <laughs> it's even it's not even the toughest three hole stretch. Maybe the four, five, six on that course actually plays, or at least the year before played tougher, but. It, on a Sunday when like if you miss and you're in the water you're dead I mean that's obviously why everybody loves the players you have it three holes in a row and then and then again 18 you can go in the water too if you if you get too aggressive like Kirk so it's a it's a hell of a finish uh for sure so anyway congrats on the big win CP I mean medium size win let's call it medium size win yeah it wasn't wasn't a Stevie win but it was bigger <laughs> than my only two wins this year are live bets um by the way i thought i'd cracked the code that week before bet, betting max home alive in a final round is like i thought it, yeah it's basically a lock I, and of course he almost got it done he took the lead but um no i mean i jumped on kirk i think it was like plus 250 i was on saturday i was i was like fuck it i'm i'm i need this i can't have cp <laughs> going this. all crazy I, I need to hit something i can't miss out i had the fomo just working um, so I, 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 you know, I made a couple little plays on it, but, um, well done, Chris Kirk. And that's swing silky smooth. The, I mean, generational, silky. generational tempo, <laughs> in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> um, all right. The only talk. thing, the only, the only negative was yeah. I went on that show. We're, we're all going on each yeah, week. Yeah, that's what you, you picked him. And it's cause Sammy, our boss text me i'm I'm gonna get on kirk but i'm betting the islanders first or whatever the yeah. islanders won he hopped on kirk with me and he sends me the screenshot i bet kirk 28 to 1 his screenshot is 35 to 1 i don't know if it's the new york what? odds thing or whatever or, you know you, you always have different odds than us myers yeah. but so i go on the show and i'm pumping up chris kirk and then i'm like i think i'm gonna double down i saw it at 35 to 1 i didn't i didn't double down uh so but if you had seen it you would have oh yeah it would have been yeah, a yeah, monster, yeah. monster. Well, i had a friend in new york I saw I saw it yeah. at 28. I saw it at 28 also. And I knew you had picked him and you love him. And, and I was like, and I, I made, I just made three little sprinkle bets, but I, if it had been 35, I would have done it probably. But 28, yep. it was like, eh. So I can't, was, I couldn't believe the amount of people on Cole too. I know. Yeah, I, would have been, I would have had to log off for, for 24 hours. On so. him live? I mean, no, 100, it just every week, everybody's on someone somehow someone he had a good week the week before he you know he was kind of trending yeah pat mayo had yeah. him a bunch of people so i mean it's amazing these people who pop up out of nowhere he looked like if you if you didn't know anything about golf and you watched it you'd be like oh is he one of the best players on tour i mean he looked nails yeah. <laughs> absolute yeah. nails yeah All so, day. And, and, and they're like oh is that that he PGA tour. He event. finally mom was an LPGA he, yeah. star. Like, how is he not a star? Right. How is he a rookie on tour at 34? Like, it, it blows my mind. By the way, it would have been iconic if CP lost that after he called him out for being a 34 year old wearing joggers. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. That was, yeah, that was been like, too perfect. Had my finger on the delete button. Like, this is just <laughs> nightmare, nightmare stuff. Uh, and he, the, the one time he flinches, he puts in the water. He makes the bogey putt. I went outside to like, yeah. do some shit in the yard like oh we're good you're done bogey, yeah. done yeah. i come in i come back in for a second and they're like that is such a huge bogey <laughs> oh I won't how, go about, away. how about on 15 he gets into the tough spot in the bunker leaves one in yep. and then he gets up and down it was like a hell of an up and down just to save bogey so he he could have been yep. done numerous times no i i, I think did a great job 
Uh, the one bad thing for Kirk, we all know the, the alcoholic story, amazing stuff. Good for him. He's got his life together. Diet Coke, again, him and Sepp Straka, two years in a row. How do you not drink Coke Zero? Diet Coke. Stevie, what are you doing, man? You are so old school. I mean, this came, it'd be like if you still use the VCR instead of like, dvd player actually people that's don't a bold. DVD players anymore i i use dvd players but like, you're like why it's better technology <laughs> better technology soda has advanced made advancements just like our you know phones and our you know computers. i disagree i have a refined palate someone like myself i huh. i don't quite like coke zero as much as diet coke i, I used to, i'll give you what that what is but, the difference what is the difference there's a little coke more do you, do you let me hear what you okay uh, Myers is the expert yeah. well i'm the expert yeah coke zero actually tastes like coke it just doesn't have the sweet it's not quite as sweet it doesn't have the sweet like after syrupy coke is like it tastes totally different just like diet pepsi tastes <laughs> like look diet coke's way better than diet pepsi diet pepsi tastes like dirt but diet mm-hmm. pepsi and pepsi don't taste alike either really coke zero just like um you know, uh, when they made those 10 ones, like Dr. Pepper 10, those, those ones are like actually mimic the actual taste. They're so much better. Um, yeah. Unwinnable, unwinnable debate. Unwinnable. Myers is the the king. I don't have, I don't have a dog in the fight. Well, you're lucky, but, uh, my wife's made me, my wife's made me a seltzer man, unfortunately, just slugging zero calorie seltzers. I can't do it. Uh, but anyway, last yeah. year it was Sepp Straka, another dog, just another Diet Coke, Coke dog. Just freak. He's a Diet Coke freak. And uh, and apparently Chris Kirk too. He said he was going to be drinking them with Sepp. They they were roommates this, that week. So, you know, congrats to them. But again, I just again I've had this discussion with other people at the Cali, uh, like Ledbetter. <laughs> it, it, I don't get it. But hey, to each his own. Obviously, they still make Diet Coke, so people are still buying it. Yeah, uh, some people. Oh my prefer God. the sweet taste of a Diet Coke to Coca Cola. So. There you go. I don't think it's as sweet. All right. Let's talk a little about live here. Obviously um, I think the main headline, unfortunately for them, at least that we saw on our site was uh, that the world's funniest animals did better TV ratings. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something else. He'll live here. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, and then obviously there was the uh, the screen CP, your screen grabs of the year. I mean, it's over. Yeah, Uh, please. It's a a wrap. I can start working on it now. Engaged in a little PDA, um, <laughs> right on camera with the guy in the background. Guy behind, I got him. Drink, checking Live him gone out. wild. Um, crazy <laughs> stuff going on at Mayakoba for Liv. And again, like you know, they're, they're, it's like they're pulling out all the stops for the ratings, and and they still weren't getting the ratings because World Bunch yeah. uh, of Animals was, was winning. But I, to be serious, I flipped over to it. It was weird that it was on, and that you had like two options. Of men's golf, obviously, you know, you always have LPGA and, and seniors sometimes, but like you're flipping, I've, I did flip back it a little, but like, it's so hard to take when I flip over and it's Jerry Foltz doing an essay on the official world golf ranking and how unfair it is and blah, 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 and how the new ratings are better, including the SI rating, which I've, I've oh, never God. seen anybody, anything get universally panned than the SI rating. <laughs> ranking that came out this week and they're pumping this up and then you have david Faraday saying 
that Greg Norman was the most recognizable athlete on the planet in the 80s and 90s? I mean, has he heard of Michael Jordan? Has he heard of Wayne Gretzky? Has he heard of like Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras? Like, I'm sorry, Greg Norman was a big deal. Don't get me wrong. He was probably the first golfer I really liked when I was a kid. And my grandpa hated him because he was so overcovered. But like, he was still a golfer. Like, uh, you can't, my point is, you can't, I tried to take this tournament seriously. You can't take it seriously when they say shit like this. Did you guys watch? Uh, yeah, yeah, I put it on. I put it on for like, you know, half hour. And sure, like, you know, you got to see DJ hit golf shots. It was a little nostalgic. Like, that's, it's weird that you know, that's like <laughs> right, a, a, right. a thing we don't get to enjoy anymore. So I was kind of just watching for that. Uh, Kepka was at the bottom of the leaderboard. So that kind of sucked. And then, Hey, Charles Howell and Peter Uline at the top. I was like, yeah, I think I'm good on this. Yeah. So that's what I've, I found very funny about like the side by side. And I know they're just troll accounts, like with the Pepperez tweet, you know, Pepperez is the top 10 golfer in the world tweet yesterday that, so good. that got a lot of play. But like side by side, I, I understand DJ and Cam Smith were like in the top 10 or whatever. But this guy was comparing the two leaderboards. And meanwhile, it's Charles Howell and Peter Uline are leading the live event. If those two are leading Honda, if you flip it, these live people would be shitting on Charles Howell and Peter Uline leading yeah. the Honda. So I, yeah. it's like, what do we even do? What are you talking yeah. about? And also, and I, I put I it on for like and five I, minutes. Paul, Paul Casey was, I don't even know. You know, there's just no stakes. I don't know what the stakes are. We right. knew the stakes at the Honda. Chris Kirk. Right. It's been eight years. He had off the course issues. Right. This Eric Cole story right. out of nowhere, amazing. You know, yeah. if he wins, he's in the Masters, yep. he's in the players, elevated events, everything. You know the stakes, yep. the live. It's just like Charles Howell's going to pad his bank account a little more. I don't know. Like, there's no – he's not building towards right. anything. So it's just – there's just low energy. Yeah, it's a great point. And and I saw a lot of people point out – and I, I don't even think we really thought that this would happen because we thought, you know, these other events that aren't designated are going to just get crushed. But you did have, like – great stories and it is the chance for yep. the underdog people to win more so maybe that actually works in the tour's advantage going forward where you know the big events are obviously amazing for having the stars but then these other events are still cool because i still don't think there should be as many of them but you still get these these great stories that kind it's of like pop a up. Uh, like a mid-major tournament exactly. for, for exactly. getting the ncaa tournament. It all be like horizon league it's right. Horizon League still no, electric, I, you know, right. when it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Little Mac, Little Mac Tuesday. Little Mac, <laughs> Little Mac yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, exactly. And and I agree, like, the live stuff, it's like, you just don't get what's what's even at stake. And um, even DJ, when I flipped, he was, like, tied for – I know he ended up tied for 10th, but it's like there's 48 guys, at least a third of which are total, like, Come on, let's be honest. They're not. They're not good players. And so, you know, he's T fourteen at one point, and I'm hearing all all these people are like, "Oh, how can you take the official World Golf ranking if DJ's not in the top five? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> DJ did nothing on the PGA Tour last year. He was yep. terrible. He like I would still say he's like top fifteen golfer in the world, but that's it. Cam Smith, fine. He's a top five golfer. He had a bad week. You're allowed a bad week. He probably took a big off season. Again, these guys, are they grinding or what? I mean, sure they will be ahead of the masters, but it's just hard to like really take it seriously when even like the two big stars are languishing on a, on, like you said, a, 
It's not a good leaderboard when Charles Howell and Pete Uline are winning. I mean, I'm sorry. Where's Brooks? Where's Bryson? Where's Patrick Reed? Where? 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 All it took Charles guys? Howell 11 years to in between wins on the PJ Tour, but now he's a live tour winner in like seven events. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> look what happened. Henrik Stenson won when he for his first event yep. over there, and like, I mean, it's it's it happens. Um, so yeah, I, again, I'm not trying to just kill live everybody thinks we're all having yep. out there's some agenda and like we're getting paid to bash them it's like the most ridiculous thing ever and then if we say something bad we're gonna get fired or something i mean it's like people are delusional i gave it a chance i can't listen when david Faraday is saying greg norman was a bigger <laughs> biggest athlete on the planet i just can't i can't listen <laughs> to it I mean, it's just and david Faraday used to be great i love david Faraday. it's pathetic it's sad to hear what's happened to him um, I mean, selling out like to that level. I mean, it's just, I just don't get why they can't just treat it like a normal broadcast and at least present it and then let us make the decision. Instead, they yep. have to go over the top with the propaganda. It's just ridiculous. Um, I saw the, uh, like the, the new graphic too, with the field goal. Did you see that? No. They, oh, it was like some, it was like this cone of, you know, center line, Here's where you could miss. And it was like taking up the whole screen. And, you know, it was kind of cool, but I don't know. It just feels like a lot, you know, a lot in, in your face. Yeah. It's like over the top type of thing. So, I, yeah, I feel like they're just going really over the top with the the broadcasts. Uh, I'd rather listen to Christina Kim on, on PJ Tour Live, I think. <laughs> there we go. Well, You're just checking to see if I'm listening. Or... <laughs> yeah, I am. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, look, when we've complained about broadcast, less is more. We just want to see the shots. We don't need all this extra stuff or extra commentary even. It's like, it's so Too much. So um, anyway, yeah, Liv, I mean, we'll we'll have to see. I don't know when the next event is. I don't, <clears throat> again, I'll <laughs> give it another try. It's right on the TV now. It's very easy to find. I, I Even the point two rating that they're getting killed over, whatever. You have to start somewhere. There's a lot of people who probably don't know it's even on TV yet. So I'm sure that'll come up a little, but um, man, if you want me to stay watching it, I, I can't listen to that, the, the garbage that they're, they're saying. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Um, CP, we want to talk about uh, this. Uh, oh no, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do that after. One more thing before we get to uh, Matt every here. We want to talk about your story on simulators because it struck a nerve with so many people. It struck a nerve in a good way with me because I've always been like, it's like crazy when I get invited to go to like a simulator thing. It's like, I just can't even get jazzed up about it at all. So <laughs> I loved you laying out the six reasons why it stinks or whatever. And, and you're, you're taking some heat, but uh, well, how, where did that come from? Well, I didn't use it stinks in the story. Okay. okay. The, the issue I ran into was saying it stinks on Twitter, which, you know, you got to rile people up. So, I, you know, kind of a stroke of genius on my part, no big deal, yeah. but uh yeah, maybe if I didn't like say the word stinks, it wouldn't have blown up as much. But a lot of, maybe. a lot of feedback. Let's just say a lot of feedback. A lot, you know, a lot of people agreed. You know, re actually read the story. Not to mention, I said in the story like five different times. I think they are overall a good thing for, especially yes. beginner golfers. I know yes. tour pros use them to work on their game. I know the TrackMan numbers are essential to for, you know, a tour pro. Um, anything that gets beginners, casuals up in the winter to, to play golf, great, 
great thing. I was just writing it from my point of view, what you just said. It's just like, I'd rather, I'd rather wait it out here in, here in our cold neck of the woods and get that, that first day in March is just that much more special than, you know, hacking it around all February in these simulators that I don't, you know, there's no chip, chipping and putting is everything. Oh yeah. Like it's everything to me. That's that's where you make it. That's where we wizard, wizard it up, Myers. That's where I. That's when I, when I like break eighty. It's because flow. I, anytime I break eighty, it's because I yeah. chipped and putted my face off. It's not because I had this ball striking right. clinic. I got up and down from everywhere. So, to just remove yeah. that from from the game entirely, it's just like it's basically just you know whacking yeah. it as hard as you can into into a wall, in my opinion. And you, you can't <laughs> take the sixty off that. and like do the things that us wizards like to do i mean it's just it's very tough steve you're sitting there i know you kind of are a little because you were actually going to compete in it tonight but um (laughs) the snow threw you off so you're like devastated that you didn't get to get to the simulator tonight am i i I am not devastated (laughs) i i'm on cp side actually Oh, okay all right right. not really a simulator guy i am sorry that i'm missing you know five iron league and everything like that but yeah, my as you guys know, I'm not the best golfer. My golf swing's very unconventional. For whatever reason, that doesn't translate it done. to the simulator though. It like job done. does all weird shit. So <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not one for the simulator. I do think it's great like practice. Like it's not like you're taking it seriously. It's just right. an excuse to hit balls during during the winter. So I'm not like full anti sim, but also yeah. I could easily skip tonight and be happy. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. And yeah, we're in this five iron league now for work. I'm sure the sirens are going to go off when I walk through the door. The first <laughs> oh man, you're in I can't wait. non grata now. Can't wait. Jeez, can't a buddy wait. of mine, his like neighbor, uh, like, oh. his brother-in-law owns a simulator and I was there like a month ago and he, he was like chirping CP on Twitter and CP didn't know that I like had a connection to this oh. guy. And then it was right before the Seton Hall game on Friday, yep. hey, we told CP, like, yeah, oh, this, this guy is trolling you. You know, we know him decently well. And it's actually reached the point where now he, I, I was like, I tweeted him, like, you can do this as much as you. It's like every, any situation, he'll like tag me and be like, well, it's not a simulator or it's a simulator. So CP would hate it. So he's just going <laughs> to live so in my nice. replies forever, which is fine. You you love that. You love like, <laughs> notifications. So. Oh, Friday was like I did one post for work, and then the rest of the day was just refreshing my replies and, and mentions. And, and, and Jerry Lou, Jerry Lou Looper, my guy, he blocked me. What the hell, I wanted to go back and forth. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's he, that's why we, we were like, oh, we got to talk about this. You got blocked <laughs> so quickly by uh, this dude. On, on Twitter, damn. Jerry, Jerry Lou Looper, whose pinned tweet, which has 20 likes. If First of all, if I ever pin a tweet, kill me. <laughs> if I pin a tweet with 20 likes, kill me. Just end it. Embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, his pinned tweet, this old <laughs> fart, definitely over 50, you know, hates hates the, our generation, hates <laughs> the world, hates the kids. Um, his oh. pinned tweet says, if you're sensitive or a crybaby, just block or mute me now. I can't deal with it. And then yeah. I get into a little argument with this guy, and he blocks me. You can't make it up. <laughs> Jerry Lou, come back. You really can't make it up. Iconic. 
Jerry Lee would have appreciated my work ethic today, though, shoveling the driveway. That's probably he's probably a big shovel the driveway. Jerry Lou walked, Jerry walked three, three miles uphill in the snow to school back in his he day. Walked, yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, I busted on a couple of my friends. I said, if you had shoveled the driveway like I did, and by the way, I don't know why I didn't use the snowblower like you, Steve. I just <laughs> I told you I I I was like, that's eh, not that bad. I'll just shovel it yeah. halfway through. I'm like, I should have used snowblower, but I was like, I'm just gonna stick it out. Yeah. But I texted a couple of friends, I'm like, you um, you guys would have died literally if you did what I just did, shoveling the snow, and I was soaked in sweat. And the one guy who had a heart attack last year from back, <laughs> dude, the doctor told me I'm like never allowed to shovel snow again. It's one of the most dangerous things, activities for having a heart attack. So like, My bad. Like, okay, legitimately would have died. You're but right. he legitimately, he really would have died. I, I was, I knew it. I knew it. So. It's a tough activity. All right, <laughs> let's get into our chat with every. Um, please have a listen to our chat. The two-time Arnold Palmer Invitational winner, Matt Every. Well, we got a, a legendary guest this week. I mean, because of his resume, uh, Matt Every, obviously two-time Arnold Palmer Invitational champ, but he's coming to us from Puerto Rico and he's battling a, a pretty bad stomach bug from the sounds of it. So uh, he's he's getting up early there to join us before he's got to go play in the pro-am battling a stomach bug uh, matt thanks so much for joining uh, us pretty legendary stuff you're you're oh, you guys are way too kind way <laughs> too kind <laughs> man it's 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 a big week and obviously a whirlwind uh 48 hours for you i mean first of all you were at the seminal pro member which, which is mm-hmm. one of the, the coolest things that you know people like us we we'd love to you know talk about and think about because it's such an insider yeah. thing and then you hop on a plane in puerto rico so i i guess first of all how, how are you feeling you, you feeling a little better with the i feel stuff? great yeah, yeah yeah um in and out it, was, it, it, it has been a uh a tiring last couple of days for sure that seminal seminal thing's awesome man um that was a cool deal, and anytime you get to play Seminole, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, and then getting down here, uh, yeah, that was rough. I landed and it was the uh, something something kicked in. I don't know what it was. How many times <laughs> have you played in the Seminole Pro Member? Uh, t- uh, twice. We have where I'm a member at. Uh, um, we have like three guys that are members of. Uh, two or three guys and our members at Seminole. Mm. So played with this dude last year at my course. And then randomly I got another guy this year. Um, I always kind of turned down the invite when I was playing like full time on the tour, because when you're, when you're, you know, living in Jacksonville, you play the West coast and you can play Honda. Right. And it's like Monday after Honda and it's, which is usually Bay Hill week. And it's like, damn, I just want to go home for a day. I've been home in seven weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, you know what? The first time I played in it, I was like, damn it. Why did I turn this down, you know, for <laughs> however many years? But uh, really special. Yeah, for sure. What's like one thing, obviously we, we see it from the outside. What's one thing we maybe don't know about it? Like the coolest thing that I don't know if you're not allowed to say or just something that happens that, you know, it's really like surreal to be playing in it. Uh, I mean, 
you definitely see some people that I don't know. I mean, it's just a pretty cool event. It's very low key. You you come in and uh, if you want to go in the shop, you can. You can go get some lunch and hit some balls and get out. I mean, for the most part, you you know I'm not playing a ton these days, but all you see the same guys there every year, except for. And I guess with the members too, the, the same guys. But um, uh, it's a, it's a cool day and it moves fast too. It's it's uh, it's not your typical like four and a half hour round. We're we're right. whipping around there. It's like yeah. three forty five. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's there's no choppers in that field. We're 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 moving it along in, in that event. Um, well, I I played so there might be but come on you had a respectable finish from what i saw yeah and the gross i I played bro i played i played good actually it was it was promising there you go Mm -hmm. and i'm curious where seminal ranks for you you know as a florida kid um is that best course in florida for sure or you know yeah i mean for me for me it's hard to say it's not it's uh it's pretty cool yeah exactly florida boy um, it's got like you know, a lot of these Florida courses now are on near the coast. So you want to pass Palum or mm-hmm. some kind of like, like where we are. We went to this Zoysia on the run ups. I mean, here, dude, it is it's awesome, but it is like real Bermuda, mm-hmm. nasty chipping. It's like heebie jeebies, right? You know, you know, Grainy. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, now now a lot of these coastal courses are the it's the grass that won't die and the ball just sits up like a tee on it. Mm-hmm. A little different. I I enjoy that kind of South Florida, uh, you know, rawness to the short game. Right, and I mean, yeah, that's also kind of what Bay Hill has done recently with the the new superintendent with the the little mown off chipping areas the collection areas i'm wondering if like if you've gotten a chance to to play bay hill recently i mean it's it's bummer you're not there this week obviously two-time champ thank you steven (laughs) um so it is a bummer i'm not there um i have not played it uh where are they have they changed a bunch or yeah i guess they've taken away a lot of the yeah, the rough around the greens, at least from what I hear, that there's a new superintendent who's like, mow, you know, mowing um, all the mow collection areas. Yeah. yeah, so it's it'll like run uh, off if you don't hit the greens. I don't know. You know, it's definitely a trend. It's definitely a trend you're starting to see with, well, not starting. It's been for a while with these golf courses. Everywhere is taken out rough. Yeah. Rough is like the... Rough like trees. It's the new tree. Right. It's rough and trees. Yeah, it just gives yeah. exactly. It is the new tree. That's where I was going with. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I like when they redid Pinehurst. I, I liked Pinehurst before with the rough. Hmm. I just did, and then but I know everyone. You you know a lot of there's some lazy takes that just hop on and hear something's good and they'll just be like ah oh, it's great right. is it I don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah totally um, that sounds like better yeah but that's another podcast yeah uh, exactly <laughs> yeah no I haven't seen it man um but but we'll uh that's interesting 
I'm trying to think where they could even do that. Like, cause they've kind of, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. I, I'm curious. I mean, we, we touched yeah. on it, but like, you know, it's an elevated event this week at Bay Hill and yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we said, a, a bummer. You're not there. I mean, can't they give a two-time champ uh, exemption? Isn't that kind of a little BS? Well, I don't, I don't know how to answer. That it sounds question. like a loaded question. Sorry. It is. I mean, it is a loaded question. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Uh, I don't, I would love to play there. I don't, uh, I wrote a letter to the, German director talked to him on the phone and they just didn't have me in the field this year. It's yeah. just so, which is, you know what, the way I look at it, if you, you can't really sponsor invites are nothing new. Like they've been around forever and I just don't fall in the category of complaining about not getting a sponsor invite because you can always play, play your way into the event as much as I, if I think I deserve one, I don't, I don't really know if I do. Like, I know I've won it twice. I know I'm from that area. Um, I went to school in Florida, but you know, there's a lot of good players and it's not, you know, it's not my call to give those out. So yeah. okay. I can, I can get back. I can get back there like playing well and mm-hmm. I, I want to. That- yeah. That's the right attitude. And, you know, to, from us, from our perspective, like, you know, Tiger's name is associated with the event. Your name is like right there. I mean, two-time champ in the past decade plus, like you've had as much success as anyone there. So anyway, we, we, we agree with you. Yeah. You don't have to say it's it. Pretty, it's, it's, some, it's Thanks. Thanks. We can talk <laughs> off about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What do you what do you uh, remember from those those two weeks? Something a swing thought, something that clicked. Were you not thinking at all? What what was like the the big memory from both weeks for you? Um, the first the first week, I had really good form going into that week. As far as like my results coming in, I I think on the West Coast I had a few a few looks to win, and then either Honda or Tampa, I had a good week. And it was kind of, I remember a buddy texting me like at the start of the Bay Hill week, like Tuesday or Wednesday. And he was like, Hey, he lived in Norman and was like, Hey, if you're in contention on the weekend, you know, I'm going to come over and watch. And I, I'm so far removed from this that it's hard to believe I even said it right now, but I was like, what do you mean if I'm in contention? Like <laughs> I've been in contention almost every week. Like I'll see you Sunday, nice. you know? And then I, then I won. Um, and then the next year, like right after I won, I don't know what it was. I mean, just shit gets in the way and like myself and, uh, um, we, uh, I lost my game like a month after Bay Hill. I didn't lose it. I just kind of was struggling. And I really didn't have any form for quite a while until I got back to Bay Hill. And I had it on the range, like maybe a couple months, like the West Coast, all my range sessions were sick. I just couldn't carry it out to the course. And then I got to Bay Hill and I just felt comfortable. And it just clicked. 
and I probably hit it better that week than I did the first year. But making a putt to win on 18 is you – know, the first year I won, I missed a little one on 18. Second year I won, I made one from like maybe 15, 20 feet behind the hole, and that was like an out of – I've had a few like out-of-body experiences, like maybe two. That one and then somewhere else. And um it was it was it was all time. Um it was uh yeah, just a you can't recreate that feeling that goes through your body with anything except for like you know, winning is it's just loaded with uh substance and it's it was it's a cool feeling, man. That's that's yeah. peak, and then to yeah. be able to shake Mr. Palmer's hand and both those times, and then you know mm-hmm. he, he passed away in 2016. So you you really had a unique opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah, really, really cool. He, he was I, I knew him um, before I had won. Growing up in the area, and I was friends with Sam Saunders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to know him. Got to know him a little bit. I was hoping I would get the sword for the trophy, but they changed the trophy. They like oh. went had a, there was like a period because they went from like sword to like a regular trophy to now it's a, a, a cardi or the red. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Like so, I feel like I've seen this. Word. Yeah. It's hard right. again. So yeah. So now, Oh, the sword. Yeah. Tiger just got all the swords. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. They were red out. Yeah. Yeah, he took them all. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask, uh, I really enjoyed your your television stuff briefly. What's the update on that? Are you is that still something you're planning to do or, or are you just I... saying that? Are you just saying no, that? I'm not. No, we <laughs> said it as soon as we we I, the you. second the uh, second it was announced. Yeah, was why don't like, you tell perfect. somebody you should tell you should tell some of these uh oh, people I had a that. feeling. Thank you. Um, I don't know what the deal is with that. I I want to do it like I wish I sucked a little more at golf because it would be a lot easier to just rip rip the band-aid off and be like, fuck this, I'm done. Right. right. Um, but I don't still think I can play a little bit and I know my results haven't been great, but I also I know that if I I know I can still play again. And mm. when I don't feel like I can chase it anymore, then I do want to pursue that. I don't think it, I think it's something that I can uh, do. Okay. I think it's something I could do pretty well. And, mm. um, you know, it's not like there's, there's room for it. There's room for it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. I got, I'm doing this podcast now. It's so weird, man. My whole career, I had no social media. Um, and now, I guess I'm not super involved. That's the other thing, starting stuff like this. Like, I got us, we, uh, my buddies and I are doing a podcast now. And, like, I just don't have it in me to, like, the constant. Look, look at me. Lot. Look at me. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God I'm damn it. Like, let's just put it out. You know, yeah. if you want to listen to it, go ahead. It's, um, it's not, that's kind of the, we're not like it. that either. Yeah, but yeah, right. We, it's like you have to sign up to be a to be an influencer. It's like you gotta, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if I'm, I'm just, I want to do it, but 
I want to do it my way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the pod yeah. is great. I, I listened to the Cam Smith episode. So it's you and Aaron Price, fellow uh, fellow tour pro. Um, straight down the middle-ish. So people got to go check it out under your <laughs> Live Forever Golf um, handle. I mean, the Cam Smith pod, I'm just curious, like kind of how that came together. Obviously, Aaron and him are buddies, but what was that like to, to be able to chat with him? It sounds like you guys are pretty good buddies as well. Yeah, well, yeah, he lives. Uh, He's a he Jack's lives near guy. us. Uh, yeah, he lives in Jacks. Aaron is um, like Cam's right hand guy. I mean, okay. I'm pretty sure he checks his mail for him. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Cam's Cam's a sweetheart, man. He takes this. He's he'd give you the shirt off his back, and he's just a dude. He likes to hang, and uh, it was pretty easy having him in. He. You just got to get get his time. A guy's like, I mean, he lives the life, right? <laughs> yeah, and hard worker too. It seems like seems like he, uh, you know, as you guys put it, like when he's at the course, like he takes things seriously, and then when he's not practicing, like he, he does like to have his fun. Yeah, and I th- I think he's also got that uh, like he doesn't hear what. I don't think he hears the noise. Mm-hmm. I think he's the per the perfect guy to go through what he went through because I just don't. I really don't think he's turning the TV on and yeah. listening to himself or reading shit about what people are saying about him. Like I, a lot of guys will say that. I, I really don't think that guy. I don't think he cares, which is a great place to be in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think him and DJ probably in the same same camp there. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. They both both, you know, solid dudes. Yeah. Matt, I have to ask, um, your weed suspension was like treated like you had murdered five five people. And now it's like I don't want to say legal everywhere, but we're getting pretty yeah. close to that. Like Steve and I were at a basketball game the other night at a bar before and people are just smoking Jays like outside in New Jersey. So do you just like do you ever have a laugh at that at, at the absurdity of it all now? I mean, I yeah, I've well, I kind of have always felt that way about yeah. it. Um, and not just that, like that's just kind of how I man, this might sound awful. I feel like I know the difference between wrong and right. And there are certain wrongs that I just don't think are that wrong. And that's one of that was one of them. Yeah. And now everyone's coming on board because they, they apparently they agree <laughs> it's not that wrong. Right. Um but no man, look, they had to do what they had to do. Um I don't know. It's it's just it's I'm removed from it and I guess it was just like the way the bylaws were written, they had to suspend me for something but you know i don't know it, they had to do it so I, I took it i didn't really have a choice man i yeah, like right. when am i gonna fight the tour in court like right yeah that's that's not a, yeah. a winning battle um well matt you you've been great with your time i got i gotta ask about big break before we let you go though because i was cool. a huge, huge big break fan and Dude. Uh, the fact that it's gone is is crap we got to get it back <laughs> i can't uh you know i forget about that part of my life 
<laughs> I, like it doesn't even no i'm serious and then like randomly like once once or twice a year somebody will ask me about it it's like man i forgot i did that show yeah, i mean you've done a, a lot time. of like very impressive things in golf so that's understandable that that would that's be, one of them so second second out of second person off a big break that was that was uh <laughs> Hey, you survived Mesquite, Nevada, and which is a that's, a thing in and of, of itself. That's that's a tough it, place. You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> it was it was so fucking hot that week. It was oh. like 120, and we were yeah. you know some of us some of us were up all night playing the don't pass on the craps table, nice. and and then you go out, and then you show up to the set, and it's you're just getting cooked outside. I'm already dehydrated and and then they're like all right uh Matt you're up and it's like a you know whatever and there's no warm-up and I'm nervous you know it's going to be on tv because it's a fucking tv show (laughs) and you're nerd and you're and you're nervous and so now I'm I'm already shaking because I'm mainly because I'm dehydrated (laughs) and but then your ner- your nerves add that on top. And it's like, man, I can't recreate. Like, I haven't felt this feeling. Maybe winning a tournament, but I'm playing good if that's happening. You right. know, like, this is a warm-up session. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was a weird yeah. deal. Yeah, that's hilarious. Thing, you mean you weren't, you weren't shooting craps before uh, Bay Hill Sunday? That's, <laughs> no, that's tough to no, believe. No. <laughs> Well, Matt, I mean, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck in Puerto Rico this week. Can we get an Arnold thanks, Palmer guys. pick th- this week? Someone who you, you know, who you think is going to win this week? All these guys uh, are so good. It's tough. I don't want to be like everyone else in the world and say Max Homa. Um, give me Victor Hovland this week. Yeah, nice. I like it. He was close last right. year. Let's go. Yeah. Well, every, everyone right. go check out the Straight Down the Middle podcast. Matt's Live Forever Golf. Matt again. Thanks so much. And, and thanks, hope, thanks guys. Hope you're feeling Appreciate bad. it. Thank Sweet. you. See ya. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks again to Matt Every for joining us. Again, Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill tournament we're all familiar with, but now the stakes are even higher with the 20 million up for grabs, 3.6 to the winner. We'll see if John Rom keeps his dominance in these designated events going. Um, guys, let's get into some picks here. Again, we didn't do much picking last week with the Honda. Uh, but this deserves a little more of our attention. So let's make some picks. Obviously, you have John Rahm at the top once again. Uh, anything jumping out of you, CP? Is there any value with anybody at the top? It's one of those events where there's so many good guys, you almost feel like you have to pick one of them. Well, let Steve start. Oh, all right. Steve, oh, wow. Up. How nice. Um <laughs> I think, you know, Torin, I might go with Rory. He's, I think, about 12 to 1 is what he opened at. I don't know. If he's, he's 9 to 1 now on draft. 9 to 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. Are tough, man. I mean, golf betting now is kind of a joke. Like CP True. and Chris Kirk last week, that was your loan opportunity to get like a 30 to yep. 1 guy. Now yep. you just have to do single bullet on a John Rahm or Rory. Yep. And- call it a day. And Scheffler is the, you know, defending champ. He defended his championship in Phoenix. He could win, like, and these guys have taken all the fun at it. Golf betting, come on. That being, yeah, it sucks. I mean, Rory, I, I probably won't get there if it's nine to one. So I kind of missed that. I guess I have bet Victor Hovland. Um, I, I was on him last year. I was here. on him last year too. Yep. Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, City. 
it it like feels like the Zalatoris bet I made at Tory Pines where I'm yep. just doing it from a narrative perspective. But Hovland is such I mean ball striking fiesta. That's that's how you would describe Big Dick Vic. So you know I, I I'm gonna go back there. Probably gonna okay. cost me, but um, I, I made the bet already thirty-five to one when it opened, and then Willie Z would be my other choice in this range. Um, <laughs> it, it's just the injury stuff that has me concerned a little bit. Obviously. I thought his uh, I thought his career was over. Yeah. No, <laughs> Ru- apparently Ru- not. Yeah, had apparently like an not. historic yeah. historic ball striking week at Riviera. Looks pretty yeah. good at Riv. Looks so, pretty damn good. Um, yeah, and plus the Myers you're wearing the wake hat. I mean, the whole Arnold Palmer connection. Narrative. You think? Yeah, it's a good narrative. No, Steve's right. This is this is brutal. I was on Woodland last year. You guys were on Hovland double dagger. Woodland doubled. I think the seventeenth that that was left one in the bunker. Pretty brutal. I think I am going to bet Gary again this year. He. Um, it was on Instagram. I think he said he was back with Butch a few weeks ago. And if you noticed. The stats since they've been very good except the putter, which his putter always sucks. So you kind of just gotta swallow it and hope uh hope a few fall this week. He's 90 to one. Obviously, like I just said, trending really nicely. Played really great. I've gained like 10 strokes on approach or something and lost a bunch of strokes putting again at Riv. Um, still finished ninth. So trends there, played well here last year. Could be my only bet. I, I'm kind of liking Lowry at 65 to 1. Everyone's on Lowry last week. You know, he's not one of these guys yep. who you write off in, in an event like this. He's won an open championship. He he usually only has played in the big events his career. He won a WGC. So I'm kind of liking that 65 to one off a really good fifth place finish there. On I think I'm gonna be on Zal Torres with Steve for the narrative. And I I'm pretty pretty pot committed. I think Colin Morikawa right now. I think he's kind of mm-hmm. building building towards the win, chipping and chipping and putting a little bit better. Um 20 to one that that's the best you're going to do in this field. He and Zal Torres at 20 to one, I think. No, Chris Kirk back to back 75. I, I'm thinking about a top 20 30 stats here or something yep. of anybody in the last five years or something. I actually think a, a top 20 Kirk bet is okay. the move. It's probably plus two thirty. I think I looked last night. Okay. I think he'll keep it rolling here. Um, just played in the Seminole pro member as well. So staying sharp. Um, yeah. So I actually, I wouldn't fade him and I don't think he's going to, you know, just miss the cut and fall apart here. I think he, I think he keeps it rolling, but I don't think he's going to beat um, this field. So top 20 plus money for Kirk. How about, how about this for a stunner? Um, I know we've talked about him. He's been playing well, but Jason day is mm-hmm. the same odds as Justin Thomas. Yep. I know he's a previous winner here. What a world. Um, and, and he's got better odds than Hovland. I mean, yeah, if you that, look at the strokes, like gained, a little too much respect, though. No, a lot of respect. But if you look at the strokes <laughs> game just this season, Rick Gaiman pointed this out. He's got the third best strokes gain total um, this season, like in, on the entire tour. It's John Rahm, it's wow. Rory, and then it's Jason Day. That's how good he's playing. He just hasn't gotten the win. So it would be amazing wow. if he keeps this up and, you know, challenges these young dudes. That's an amazing, amazing story. I'm just, I'm stunned to see this number because I just did the, uh, the players bets yesterday and I threw him in the middle of the pack because he was, uh, I think he's 65 to one at the players. I mean, I might as well bet him at the Ooh. players then unless, unless that just changed. Yeah. I've seen some people. I just, 65? 
the volatility at the players so much is always tough to, to tough to handicap. Yeah, I guess. But still, like it's another place where he's won before. It's going to be the same field. I mean, all these yep. events now are the same field. They're 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 these uh, designated events. So, but yeah, that kind of that kind of jumped out. I was surprised by Homa. Homa too is above like JT and oh, Xander, and the respect, respect is very yeah. real for 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 Max. Well, he. He, he's a closer. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully um, so. We all missed, apparently, although when I looked, it was like 20 to 1. The Puerto Rico Open. Yes. With Akshay. 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 Uh, someone said he was but, out 40 to 1. That and broke then, my heart the, missing the that. Gain stats. He was like, he's the best player in the field. It's the, I mean, it's the, maybe the worst field in, in the <laughs> history of the PGA. Hey, Matt Effrey was on this show. Come on. Nasty, nasty Nate. Cool. No offense, but uh, he, you know, it. He's like twice as good as anybody else in the field, strokes gained wise, and he was forty to one at some point. And then when I looked, it was twenty to one. Someone else was like, "Oh, I got him twenty eight. Everywhere I saw, it was twenty to one, twenty yep. to one. I mean, he's basically the favorite. Um, so either and he's the uh, the Vegas tennis golfer in the field too. He's a, definitely the ten. Great yeah. ten. I mean, talk about that. I mean, stripping down twice in one round. Yeah. And his girlfriend being right there with the pants. Like, how did she know he was going to need the pants? It's like it was planned a little bit. You know, I'm a little Easy. skeptical. Everything's fake. Likes, with it. Yeah. Steve, good point. Were the Netflix cameras following him? Mm, yeah. Conspiracy. Now, anytime something happens now that's yeah. a little shady, I'm going to think it might be like a made-for-TV thing. Because that was... <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, no, you stepped in the water? Here's some pants. Like, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, all right. Any other... Final thoughts here, guys, before we wrap up. I, I like I mean, the Lowry pick. Um, you, oh, by the way, the Friday supposedly crazy windy uh, in Orlando. Yeah. But yeah. it looks like it's going to affect everybody. I don't know if that, you know, do you though lean on someone who's a little better in the wind or do you just say, screw it, they're all going to get killed that day? Um, any thoughts on that? Uh, Steve, yeah, I feel like. It looks worse in the morning Friday, right? So the PM AM split looked worse, but who knows? I mean, you gotta just okay. you just gotta look at the weather like Wednesday night to get the most accurate thing because it changes so quickly. Um two right, right. two final thoughts. Keegan Bradley, top twenty. Uh he hasn't missed a cut here in like ten years. And mm -hmm. I think he's topped fifteen his last two times playing his best golf ever. So Keegan for sure. My last thought is we didn't talk about me see, seeing Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. ETG. Eli I the mean, Great. He's all of our idols. Come on. Woo. ETG. That's Not to mention the, the location. I mean, it's just the, the Goat Diner in New Jersey, Summit I, Diner. I somehow knew like 9 a.m. on a Sunday at the Summit Diner. Like I, I said to Katie, there's a chance Eli Manning's. I think, I think. And he was there. I, I bet every time he's at home, he does that. I, I think yeah. he's a frequent, frequent. He was um, just. It was crazy. He was just sitting at the at the amazing at the bar, and we walked in, like right behind him. Had no idea it was him until he got up to leave with his son, and he was grabbing his coat, like literally right in front of our booth. And I just froze, as you guys know. Like we talked to a lot of famous people, golfers, guests yeah. on the show. Yeah. I have no problem talking to them. So there's something about Eli the Great. I, I just like couldn't do it. And, and Steve's not. leaving out that at the night before at the Seton Hall game, I don't know how this came up. We had My a couple, accountant. We had a couple uh, beers. Oh, yeah. Taxes. And he was there the day before. And Phil Sims is like, 
really my favorite athlete probably because I grew up watching the Giants. Uh, I learned how to like, like my first words were literally Pill Pims, like Phil Sims. I can't even <laughs> say Pill Pims. So I almost saw Phil Sims the day before or two days before and then see Eli two days later. Insane. What a run. What a stretch. What, what a an amazing run. All right. Well, fun times as always. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks as always to our producer, Greg Gottfried. Thanks again to Matt Every for joining us. Uh, thanks for listening. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast and check back next week. Hopefully we have uh, more celebrity settings. See ya.